This week, we talk about CrossFit. Also, we'll look at a vegan doctor versus a carnivore doctor and see if you can spot any differences. We're also going to check in and see if I'm any less fat. Let's get into it. What's up, Dewey Song? Not a lot. How about you? I'm doing good. This week, I feel excellent. Look Look out the window. It's hey, light out. It's light. This, the crazy 20 below stuff is gone. Zip it. <laughs> knock on wood right now. <laughs> and it'll never happen again this year. I guarantee it. Right. Yeah. Oh, for those that don't know, we're up in uh, the upper Midwest, and it gets freaking cold here. Really, as uh, the really rest of the country cool. we experienced. We got so spoiled this winter, though. Oh, God. People are like, oh, why do we live here? <laughs> like, dude, it was unseasonably warm the entire winter. I think I've used my snowblower like three times. Right. It's ain't nothing. People just have to complain. When I was a kid, I had to walk uphill both ways with a hot potato under each armpit. Speaking of dad jokes, <laughs> I the same one I tell all the time is when it's like, when I was ass biting cold yeah. last week or yeah. two weeks ago, like 50 below wind chill or whatever it was, yeah. I always say, dad joke, I always say, oh, but, but it's a dry cold. Right. <laughs> You're like the first person that ever laughed. Yes. That's good. <laughs> well, because I know because I'm going to use that on my kids. <laughs> right. No, it's so, a total dad joke. I'm, yeah, I'm just loading. What does that mean, dad? Loading up the chamber. <laughs> By but, the way, I have a dad joke for the audience, for the the, the youth listeners, since we don't have any. We don't have any adult listeners. Let's hear it. <laughs> Why do scuba divers fall backwards into the ocean? I don't know. Because if they fell forward, they'd still be in the boat. <laughs> Your kids will love that. One that one just made me angry. Your kids will love it. Oh, they're going to be so mad. I, every me. time my daughter would have a sleepover, I'd tell that joke to her friends. Oh, <laughs> and boy. She'd just, I hate you. So much for being the cool dad. <laughs> right. All right, well, before we get into our topic this week, I'm going to go over a couple of things. One thing I tried this week, and I'm going to bring up this recipe here. Okay, I tried this. Uh, and this is kind of dangerous because, you know, once you get into the trying to emulate snacks or bread or pizza, keto pizza, all those kind of stuff. to be the foods you're not supposed right. to eat. Right. It's a dangerous path. you got to be real careful because. You're not breaking the habit. Sometimes, yeah, exactly. Sometimes you're better off just eat the meat or whatever, meat and vegetables if you're doing keto. And don't try to replicate the bread, the biscuits, the pizza crust, all that kind of stuff because it it doesn't break the habits. But I did try this, and I've been really pretty strict carnivore. And this is just basically heavy cream, eggs, gelatin, vanilla, a pinch of salt, and then you can do stevia or some other, um, you know, no-calorie type. Sure sugar-free or whatever, zero-calorie sweetener if you, if you want. Some people, once they are off sweets for so long, yeah, they, that's they a, lose the taste for that. I was just going to say, I'll make something like that, and I'll be like, holy shit, yeah. this tastes exactly like pudding or ice cream. Right. And I'll be like, Emmy, come here, try this. And she'll be oh, it looks good. She eats it, and she's like, Bleh. That's exactly <laughs> what happened to my kids. I made five little bowls of it. I'm like, hey, we'll try my pudding. And they were like, Gross, right? Because it's not as sweet as they would like. But when you're eating only meat, and your taste buds literally get used to meat as you know the sweetest thing you're eating, then all of a sudden something like this with a little vanilla in it and maybe a little bit of stevia or whatever tastes like pudding to you. It's all just perspective and it's all relative. So I think we had those spoons growing up. 
Yeah, those do. Like yeah. that same old uh, yeah. shitty 70s couch you yeah. see in pictures. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, we had that. I think we called it a Davenport. <laughs> Davenport. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, my grandma called it that. Yeah. That's hilarious. Anybody else from anywhere else in the country, do you call it a Davenport? Which, by the way, is your couch, your living room couch. Right. I don't know what the hell that means, but uh, let us know if, if you live in Georgia, if they call it that, or if that's just a northern thing. So vanilla pudding, try it out. I'll put the link in the show notes um, for you to try. When you're doing keto and, and low carb and stuff, do you try to like do some of those snacks or make pizza or you just say, I got I to gotta go hard line, stay between the rails? I don't say that, but it's too much work. Yeah. It's too much work. I'll just eat beef jerky. It's already made. There you go. <laughs> so that's your version of a, of a snack. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once in a while I've tried using like Walden's sugar-free syrup. Right. It's sugar-free, calorie-free. Some of it's pretty good. Yep. Um, but what I'll ultimately end up doing, if, I, if I'm straight up strict keto, I'll just make a protein shake with heavy heavy whipping cream. Okay. So that, and that has a little bit of like a chocolate or vanilla type Well, feel the protein shake will have, it's like chocolate or protein. So that with heavy cream is pretty tasty? Yeah. It, the, well, to me it is because like you mentioned, I haven't eaten perspective, anything. Yeah, so relative. yeah, it, and I mix it with a ton of ice and it's heavy whipping cream. So it's really creamy. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's good. Yep. It's really good. A lot of calories, right? Oh, yeah. So if you're working out a lot, that's good, but be careful. Yeah, oh. heavy whipping cream. Yeah, it's, if you're going to make shakes, disclaimer, <laughs> if you don't want to be 400 pounds and you're going to make shakes out of heavy whipping cream, measure with a teaspoon. Well, the other danger of things like the vanilla pudding and the pizza, uh, keto pizza crust and stuff is they taste so damn good that and they're hyper palatable, you can overeat. Well, for sure. So, you know, you got to watch that. Whereas if I just eat a steak... I can only eat so much of that. Yep. I mean, it tastes damn good, but if I have a pizza with the cheese and, mm-hmm. you know, sausage, pepperoni on it, and you got the keto right. crust, I mean, that's as good as regular pizza when you're doing super low carb. Well, it's so, keto. Yeah, so you can just, <laughs> just yeah, and you have that excuse of, yep. well, it's keto, so I can eat as much as I want. Remember, as we said in our calories in, calories out episode, it Energy still balance matters. matters. It still matters. Energy balance is still a But thing. eating low carb is just an easier way to stick to the so, amounts you need to be in to operate in the deficit. And speaking of, I'm not, I'm just low carb now. Right. I'm not doing keto. Just keto group ended and I got exercise. I'm doing training for some things. So yep. um, I need some fuel to do some yep. more uh, high intensity burst type anaerobic workouts. So Bursty. I'm, I'm low, cor- low carb, but not keto. So now my shakes are, I use almond milk. Okay. And that has a little more carbs because you're trying Tiny to get calories bit more, but down. Yeah, but there's very few calories. Well, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to get my calories down a little bit, but I'm trying to. Give you some more carbs versus fat. I'm trying to pay attention where do they come from. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, before we get into our topic, uh, that, another thing that popped up that was kind of funny was, uh, have you heard of Dr. Gregor, by the way? Oh, for sure. Yeah, he does. Okay, he does. Our, our mutual friend Jack, love you, Jack. He sends me the Dr. Gregor YouTube videos all the time, <laughs> and like the first one he sent me, I got t- like sixty seconds into it, and I said, "I want to kill that guy." <laughs> Seriously, yeah. he's the most annoying person on the planet. Well, the, there's a couple funny things about this. Okay, so that he has a a website called nutritionfacts.org, I believe, and he's talking about. One of his recent videos, well, actually, it was from a year ago, but he's talking about uh, 
keto diets, muscle growth and bone density, basically saying that a keto diet is going to make it harder to grow muscle and it's going to decrease your bone density, which I thought was complete bullshit. And especially, and I'll put this YouTube link in the show notes so everybody can view it for themselves. And I'm playing it on the screen here, but I don't have the the sound going. We're just kind of watching, but I was hoping that, that he would, uh, get in here and talk about it because it's funny when you see this guy you realize uh he should not be talking about muscle growth at all right (laughs) and for those that that are listening on uh the audio podcast i encourage you to go on youtube because there's a and uh you know we're gonna see if there's a picture of dr gregor and then dr sean baker who's carnivore side by side and we'll see if you can detect any noticeable differences between them. <laughs> I don't know. Dwayne, do we, do you see anything different? Nothing's jumping out at me. I mean, I mean, uh, he's got Sean a beard. smiling. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Rager has a beard and he's pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Dr. Gregor has glasses and, and a phone and a shirt on. And I bet he never takes a shirt off either. <laughs> judging by his body composition. Yeah. Okay. And, so let's look, face it, he could fold Dr. Gregor like a piece of paper. Oh, yeah. Sean Baker, okay, for those that aren't seeing this picture that I have up on YouTube, Sean Baker is jacked AF, and he's, a, you know, just a massive muscle beast. Probably 7 8% body fat. At 54 years at old. 54 and 6'5". And the reason this came up was because uh, D- Sean Baker posted a kind of, he was making fun of Gregor because it was his 48th birthday. Well, you look at these two and- He doesn't look a day over 68. (laughs) (laughs) Right. He looks like somebody's grandpa and he's actually technically younger than me, which is kind of crazy, but way younger than Sean Baker. So, you know, of course, obviously this is not a fair comparison because I'm sure there's jacked guys that are vegan and I'm sure there's carnivores that are fat too. For sure there are. There's always, you know, the outliers, but this guy to be on YouTube preaching about muscle growth when obviously- he knows nothing about it or does not have the ability to grow any muscle or I, I guess just has not chosen to do it. But yeah, his gut is, what's that term? You know, he looks like a kid from in the eighties from Ethiopia, the famine. Yeah. I don't, the I don't know gut. if that's, if that's visceral fat. It, I, I don't know. I don't know. Bloating could be bloating, visceral yeah. fat, all of that. And he's got twig arms. And it could be fake too. Well, someone doctored it up. I well, don't. I've watched. I've watched enough of this guy on YouTube. I, you know, I'm he's, pretty skeptical. Of the he's internet. very, very skinny. He's got no muscle tone and a protruding gut. Very frail. So, you know, you judge for yourself. Uh, Plus, he wears a t-shirt under a collared shirt. Who does that? <laughs> Especially a black one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right. That's enough. We're being mean. Anyway, yeah, we're being mean to Dr. Richard. You know what, though? Happy birthday, though, bro. Happy you birthday. Know, yeah, happy 68th. Or wait, 48th? <laughs> 48. But you know what? I, I, I'm i not a bully. I'm not picking on him, but right. he is super snarky. He is. Very man. condescending. He's a rude little fella. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't mind going at him. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, and he's out there. He's got a very popular YouTube channel, and he's spewing this information and if you watch his stuff and that's all you'd watched you would think that the way to muscle growth and better bone density is to eat a bunch of vegetables all the time and no meat and you know we know that that is bullshit i just don't get their argument against protein it's since the beginning of science yep i don't remember what day that was but since the beginning of science protein has been an essential macronutrient essential to life 
Exactly. And all these vegans are saying, you don't need protein. Mm-hmm. You don't even need it at all, ever. Right. Why would you? How? How do you get to rewrite those textbooks? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it either. And, you know, I mean, this, you know, we don't want to go down the rabbit hole necessarily. Yeah, we're talking CrossFit. Right. But it goes, you know, back <laughs> to the, if you watch some of these documentaries, you see the, the whole origin of all this stuff was the Seventh-day Adventists. Yeah, it was Kellogg. Right, which is basically trying to control masculinity and rein it in. Well, he's trying to cure masturbation. Cure masturbation because that was a sin. Teenage boys were masturbating, so he needed to create a food that would stop them from masturbating. That would reduce their sex drive and their potency. So born out of that, cornflakes, naturally. Yeah. I grew up on cornflakes. It doesn't work. Right. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, I was I was spooning the cereal in, in <laughs> one hand and jacking with the other. <laughs> Try and stop me, Kellogg's. <laughs> right. But that's that whole Ansel Keys and Kellogg's and the fat the the war on fat and oh, all that creepy, stuff. Man. Oh, creepy. you go back and read and watch some of that stuff or read some of that stuff and yeah, it's very creepy shit. It's cultish. Yeah. Speaking of cults, well, you, you, you think you can stop me from masturbating when I was 13? You are wrong. I thought we got rid of that guy. <laughs> Never. All right, so it's like herpes. Before we get in, before we get into uh, CrossFit, I got one more thing to talk oh, about here. Come on. So I thought one things we could do is define terminology and terms that we use because one thing when I was starting to learn about all this nutrition and fitness stuff oh. is you hear all these terms and they fly by yep. and you just kind of nod your head and go, uh, okay, I think I. That's, you know, basal metabolic rate, electrolytes. And MTOR, and MTOR, ATP. Yeah, TDEE, all this stuff. And you're like, mm-hmm, yep, sounds good. Yeah, my TDE is great. I, I nailed it this week. And, and not having any idea what these terms mean. So I thought once in a while we would just pick a term and talk about what it is. Sure. So we're going to talk about today being fat adapted. Now, I know we posted a YouTube video uh, a couple weeks back about um, – a doctor, the German guy. Yeah. I forget his name, but I'll find that link again and put it in the, in the show notes as well so yeah, we I have it. I it too. And he talks about 10 signs of knowing that you are fat adapted, but I just wanted to define the term to see what it even means. So, so more scientific? Yeah. So I found this uh, graphic here. It says, what does fat adapted even mean? Fat What's the ad- source? The source. Yep. Fat adapted. What's that? What's the source? Where does it come from? Oh. Uh, Becoming a fat adapted athlete. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. So basically what there I'll just read it here. It says fat adapted means that you have taught your body to use fatty acids as a primary source of energy slash fuel instead of sugars and carbohydrates. That's basically it. So all that fat on your body can be cut, put to good use. And that's really the key. And that's why keto is so good for burning fat is because you're taking your body, which is used to running on carbs and glucose, which you would feed it that through your bread and your pasta and all that. And that's why you get hungry because your body uses that as fuel. And then when it uses it up, you have to put more in. Whereas when you're fat adapted and you've trained your body to burn fat and you don't have fat coming in through your mouth, it goes to the stores that are already on your body. Like as the two keto dudes podcast, I always joke, they say it's that Krispy Kreme you ate 10 years ago. That's, you know, that put fat on your body. That's what it's, what your body will use as fuel and it'll consume that. And that's how you can train your body to burn the fat that's already on it as a fuel source. Right. And that's why you're not as hungry either. Yep. So that's kind of uh, that last bullet point 
is mind blowing. Oh yeah. I've couple, never heard that before. Yeah. A couple of the things it says, most people have at most about 2000 calories of glucose and glycogen sugars available for energy. And by contrast, most people have around 80,000 calories of fat stored in their bodies. So either go with the 2000 that you're going to run out of quick in the form of glucose and you have to keep refueling with more breads and pasta, et cetera, or the 80,000 calories that are already sitting on your, around your gut that from that Krispy Kreme that you ate 10 years ago. So which would you rather use as fuel? I want to use the fat on my body. Say, go ahead, use that up, body. Use that for fuel and and get it off me. There is some evidence. We won't get into this. This is a huge rabbit hole, probably a whole show. But there is some evidence out right now suggesting that um, it's hard on the liver to be strictly ketogenic. Mm Mm-hmm. And be super lean and athletic. To maintain it's, that state? It's it's hard on the liver. years. It's hard on the liver. Right. Um, because it's it, it wants glucose too. So, um, again, won't go down the rabbit hole. Need to do a lot of more, you know, reading on it. But And that'll be interesting, you know, because this keto carnivore life, low-carb lifestyle has really only been popular, I don't know, the last decade or so. People I work with, it's no secret that mm-hmm. I use ketogenic the ketogenic diet as a fat loss tool for people who have significant weight to lose. Right. If you come to me lean like you're lean now and Fuck yeah, it, bitches. If you come to me and said, Hey, I need to lose five pounds, I need to do keto. I'm like, No, you don't. Right. You need to lift weights, work your ass off. Right. You can lose that last five pounds. That's not what the ketogenic diet's for. Yeah. Keto is fat burning. And yep. you have a lot of it, so let's burn it. Yep. It's it's that's elevator pitch. Also, so the other you, benefits of people you know that are diabetic getting off their meds. Oh right, right. Know, lifting depression, all the other benefits of, of so many things that when you remove the inflammation associated with all the carb intake. Right. Um, you know, there's so many reasons to stay on it long term. But yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see 10, 20 years down the road what the long term effects are because there really isn't a lot of studies. On carnivore and well, especially not on carnivore, but on just super zero or low, super low carb lifestyles, there's not the amount of studies that there have been for the other ways of eating. Right. So right. we don't know like a 20 year carnivore, 20 year zero carb or low carb I diet. Can, and this is where people are going to be like, after I say this, we're going to be like, whoa, 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 let's talk about that. <laughs> Expound on that some more. But I'm not going to. I'm just going to say it <laughs> and then we're going to move on. Okay. Nothing, whether it's been vegetarian, vegan, keto, carnivore, any of the diets that I've dabbled with, nothing, nothing has made my blood work better than by just simply losing fat. Right. So almost the, hang on. Yes. Mind bomb, truth bomb. So it almost doesn't matter the method. Right. Whatever way works for you to reduce the fat, that's going to have a lot of the benefits health-wise. Right, right. And we'll talk about that, too, when we get to my – I had a doctor's appointment today for my physical. I would say annual physical, but more like uh, every other decade physical. (laughs) So we'll get into that. to work. (laughs) Right. All right, so let's get into our topic this week. So it is (laughs) – It's not funny. Hang on, I meant to hit this one. It's not funny at all. It is. It's super. That's why I said earlier when I said, speaking of cults, it (laughs) is a cult, by the way. Yeah. 100% is a cult. 
We have our own language. Well, we have our own meetings outside of work. All, those people now become our friends. But why is that bad? The leaders get to have sex with everyone's wives. They haven't introduced me to that part, <laughs> which is probably not good. Well, that's when you reach the, well, the wrong 84th of level of spiritual creaminess, oh. and you de- start dedicating three quarters of your salary. Shoot. Await that Scientology. Yeah. Darn it. But no, it is a cult, but why is that bad? <laughs> right. Why well, is it bad to be surrounded by healthy people and people with positive outlooks on life? And yeah, if you there's worse things to be a, a, why are you know, you, dedicated yeah. to, right? You better be careful hanging out with all those successful people. <laughs> You're going to become one of them. Right. Oh, darn. <laughs> okay, let's talk about CrossFit. Okay, let's find the – okay, I'm bringing up the old CrossFit website here. Now, this is straight up CrossFit.com, okay? This is called what we call main site. Now, the funny claim that they make right at the beginning is – the key to health and fitness. CrossFit is a lifestyle characterized by safe, effective exercise and sound nutrition. CrossFit can be used to accomplish any goal from improved health to weight loss to better performance. The program works for everyone, people who are just starting out and people who have trained for years. That is some bold claims right there. It is. And, 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 and the best breakdown that I have ever heard was former CEO and founder Greg Glassman used to say, the only thing different between what your grandma need or what your grandma needs in the term in for the form of stimulus mm-hmm. and a Navy seal needs only differs in degree, not in kind. Right. So whether you're 95 or five, you need to squat, you need to pick up stuff from the floor. You right. need to lift stuff over your head. Mm-hmm. You need to have m- metabolic health. You need to have, con- you need to be conditioned. And that's really, as, as, as far as I, I understand from the outside, um, the difference between CrossFit and just regular working out or running or, you know, just weight, lifting weights by itself, it's you're doing what's f- called functional movement, right? So well, does that mean... It's, if you're going to move, like if, gonna help, help, if I'm going to help you move your couch, right? that's functional movement. So that's functional fitness. Perform a task rather than just, I'm going to make my bicep bigger. Right. Whereas you're targeting a muscle by doing curls or whatever. This is more like pick up this medicine ball, throw it up against the wall and catch it again. Yep. So it's really like over helping your lift and throwing. Right. And, and it works, I'm guessing, way more muscle groups than just the bicep, right. which is with a strict curl. Pick up this 150-pound sandbag and run with it across the parking lot. Why? Because that's your daughter you're pulling out of a fire. Right. That's what it is. The ability to co- accomplish tasks rather than just build what, a, model, a muscle for aesthetics. Right. And, and this is the, one, of the, one of the stereotypes of CrossFitters is it's not really a stereotype because it's true. But why is it bad? And, and uh, it's, a lot of people say, well, he's CrossFit competent. And as an insult, they try to throw yeah, that as a barb. Yeah, 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 like a barb. And I'm, in, in today's world... What's wrong with being confident? Right. So um, it just, CrossFit makes. Confidence should be something people should strive exactly. for. Exactly. And CrossFit makes you just a better version of you. Um, people say, why do you like to do CrossFit? Because it makes me better. Mm-hmm. Saved my life. I truly believe that. Because um, it led me down this path. From, from being fat Dewey? Yeah. Yeah. Just on the wrong path. And so tell me how you first heard about it. Uh, I first heard about CrossFit in probably 2010, 2010, 2011. I was up late one night, probably drinking beer. (laughs) 
And I'm a sports guy. So Half the Oreo's gone. Right. Oh, that's later. Once the beer's gone, then I go to the milk and Oreo. <laughs> so I was flipping through the channels, and I'm a sports guy, and I stopped on, checked ESPN. So it was late at night, so they had this program called the CrossFit Games. Oh, yeah. Right. What is that? Yeah. Hmm. So I stopped on it, and I was like, well, coming up next is the next event, blah, blah, blah. And you thought it was some wacky event, like I thought it, dwarf tossing. Yeah, I didn't or, know if it was, yeah, if it was Cornhole or I didn't know what the hell they were doing. So I started watching it, and they started doing CrossFit events. And I was like, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen. So you just instantly were attracted to it. Oh, just like a magnet. Okay. I'm just like, where do I get more? You know, and then poof, Google, poof, CrossFit videos. Now, was there CrossFit in town at that point? There was. Oh, maybe not. Not sure. I don't think so. So when well, you heard about a little it, bit of the, the, did you seek it out then? I did. Yep. But that wasn't, but that's the other part of the story. Not okay. until 2016. Oh. So I watched it. I watched it on YouTube. I did some of the workouts. There's a hero wad called Murph. Um, and so, cause a lot of stuff you can do at your house. If you just got. Absolutely. Bar, and burpees. that's the whole point. Like the CrossFit games are coming up and they're going to have a body weight only division. Oh, so people okay. who don't even have a gym because of COVID. They, so people, then it's just like a bunch of burpees. Yeah. And burpees and pushups and, and shit. Yeah. It's going to be running. hard as shit. Oh yeah. But, but for anything, buddy, that the funny thing, what I'll say about just for, uh, cause I've watched some of the documentaries and I've seen it on YouTube and I went to a few sessions here in town. Um, <clears throat> what they, they make it look it looks way easier than it is. Like if you watch somebody do yeah. some of this stuff and then you try to do it, you, you don't, say, you don't in, I realize how so unfit. Oh my God. You don't realize how hard this shit is. And I'll tell anybody, you know, drop and do 50 push ups or do, you know, 30 burpees or whatever. But in between most every people, 10, run a 400. Yeah. Most people can't do any one of those things, much right. less string them together in, in a time frame. Oh my God. They're time bound. Yeah. It's insane. So, um, Back to what I was saying is about 2016, I finally said, I got to do this. So I Googled CrossFit gyms. It was before that. A couple of years before that, I Googled a couple of CrossFit gyms. And that's one of the things I'll talk about a little bit later because it's a barrier to entry. Yeah. I thought it was. Um, when I looked up like 701 and CrossFit Fargo, a couple of the other local gyms. Well, no, to explain what you meant by barrier to entry. You thought that's like what I was going your average person can't. No, 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 no. The, the barrier to entry is the price. Oh, the price. Okay. Yeah, it's it's <clears throat> it can be perceived as expensive. But I now, think that's How do they compare to like joining a regular lifting gym? Like monthly not cost? Not even close. Not even close. 35, 40 bucks a month at Metroflex or wherever, it's 200 Oh, okay. Well, yeah. okay. So it is so pretty significant. They're cheaper. They're they're different packages, <clears throat> and you can you can sign up for a year and get a better deal. But yeah, it's not about the money. Right. You mentioned that last week. It's never about the money. Right. So, anyways, back up 2016. I went. There was a gym in Morehead because it was close to my house. Mm -hmm. So I stopped in there. I'm a sales guy by profession. I'm a type A for alpha. I'm not shy. Mm -hmm. I pulled in that goddamn driveway like six times and sat there and left. <laughs> You're like spooked. Yeah. And you know, it was in the summertime and I'd pull up in the driveway and they'd be outside flipping tires and right. throwing sandbags. And I'm just like. Those big tractor tires. I'll, 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 uh, you know, I really got to get home and eat some do nothing. Eat some more. <laughs> do nothing. But I finally I went in. Um, the best decision I ever made. So we'll talk about that fear a little bit. Like, do people think I'm never going to be able to do this and that's why they kind of avoid it? 
Now talk about if you're a beginner, what can you do to get every on the per- train? Every single person. Well, I'll phrase it this way. You can scale the workouts, right? Sca- it's infinite, it? infinitely scalable. So meaning if you can't flip a giant tractor tire, you grab a car tire or do something else. Maybe it's just bending over in a like a sumo squat or sumo deadlift and picking up a dumbbell from the floor. Right, or you use a smaller medicine ball. Small or deadlift. Right. Or a yeah. smaller box jump or yeah, there's so it's infinite it's literally the infinitely idea scalable. Is do what you're capable of doing, but always be pushing. Right. right. But I used to always joke that when I got there, I was like, I'm a former athlete, I'm strong, I'm gonna crush this. See that oh. that was terrible. Oh, I was in the corner. Well, I you never said done, make it look somewhat so right. easy. And I had never done Olympic lifting in my life. We didn't oh, do it in high school or, li- no, or college football. To define that, Olympic lifting is like the dead deadlifts, squats. Yeah, yeah, all your core. The Olympic lifting is your competitive lifts or the clean and jerk. Right. Clean and jerk. Snatch. Snatch. Um, Snatch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'd never done any of that stuff, and I didn't realize until Coach K over at EHP had me go through some mobility tests. To see if my – I didn't even have a squat, dude. I couldn't even squat what? Pro- properly without, you know, falling into my toes and yeah. being up you in my – You didn't have the form. Yeah. So I had to start from scratch. And these people were doing heavy back squats from the rig, they call it. Yeah. And I'm over in the corner with dumbbells. And I said – I always just say I'm in the corner with my dunce cap on because <laughs> I had to start from scratch. But right. I did it. Yeah. But I just stuck with it and – and I'm glad I did. But up. so then you built up where you yeah. didn't have to scale as hard. Yep. Yep. Um so that's something for newbies if you're looking to get into it. You can get in there and just do what you can do and then you work up to it. And the whole exactly. goal is progression. Exactly. So, anyways, back to the, the original question was CrossFit started in about two thousand is when Greg Glassman started it. And he you did most of it within the Navy SEAL and the military and the police community and that's kind of its origin guys but, that really really need to be functionally fit. right they're sa- they're literally saving people on a daily yeah, basis saving people or their own lives will depend on their ability to move some heavy shit yeah or get out of somewhere quick or swim or run whatever. and dive out of a burning building and jump to the ladder or whatever right. yeah right so in about 2000 he started uh the original crossfit gym which is in santa cruz california the second one was CrossFit North, I believe, mm-hmm. in Seattle. By the end of 2005, there were 13 mm. CrossFit gyms in the mm-hmm. country, or worldwide, I guess. Right. And now there's thousands, right? Now, I, I, I actually pulled some numbers for you. Let's see if you can guess. You didn't look at my notes, did no. you? No. Okay. Right now... 2021, as of today, Planet Fitness has 2,039 affiliates. With approximately six people in each one that are paying $10 a month to never, to never go in there. Well, yeah, and the six, <laughs> a thousand people paying. Yeah. Anytime Fitness, I didn't know this. I thought Planet Fitness was bigger. Anytime Fitness, 4,520. Wow. Um, YMCA. 2,700. Okay. Think of all the cities. Right. Seems to make sense, huh? Yeah. CrossFit, how many? Get, take a guess. 5,000. As of today, 15,000. Holy shit. Wow, that's really exploded then. Yeah. 
since 2005, really, essentially. And YMCA's been around forever. Planet Fitnesses have been around forever. Yep. So that's that's a crazy, crazy growth. It is. So talk about that. <clears throat> but it's stuck. Talk about why you mentioned the cult, the sense of community, which was that's really why just, it's stuck. And I'm going to go into that. Now, an exaggerated the, sense of community is kind of what. It's not exaggerated. Well, not exact, but a heightened, it's, heightened sense of community over. And it is a heightened I'll, sense of community. I'll yes. bring up their site again because it says the community. That's one of the things they it's highlight. It's called. Yep. Your support network, network at thousands of affiliates around the world. People encourage and motivate each other in every class as they work towards their goals. Start training with friends, make new friends. The fun is in the community. So let's just say we have a workout and you have, it's for time. Yep. So you have five movements and 10 reps a piece and you have, you have to get as fast as you can. Just get it done as fast as you can. So it's for time. Right. Well, you're a newbie and you're out of shape mm-hmm. and you're in a class with a bunch of fit people and they're done in four minutes and you're going on 14. Right. Nobody's done till you're done. So it's, they, they drag you along. Yep. They, they will stop. You. They can't put their weights away. They can't go get a drink. Do think, does that come from the Navy SEAL? No For man sure left, it does. No man left behind kind For of thing? For sure. 100% it okay. does. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. Um, nobody's done until you're all done. So, and I'm guessing what happens is those fit people that finished earlier are like, come on, let's go. You can do it. Just screaming. Yeah. Like, like, or some will jump in and do it with them. Right. Um, you know, you got this, if it's burpees, some will get around them and do burpees. It's phenomenal. I get goosebumps and I'm one of those people that's there right away screaming, but you know what? I fucking hate it when they do it to me. Because it means you're behind. Right? I hate it. Yeah. And I do everything in my power. Like, I'm really sucking on this. And the first thing I do is look around over my shoulder. Please let other people be left. Okay. You just have to be, it's like the the water buffalo story where you just have to be faster than the slowest one. <laughs> right. So you won't get eaten. Yeah. So that sense of community and that accountability piece, the motivation. But here's my theory that people won't like, and I don't care, and I think I'm right, is... CrossFit exploded onto the scene because it was raw. Yeah. It was badass. You, yeah, there is a You just were bloodied and you ripped your hands on the bar and you you played angry, angry gangster rap and you said the F word a lot. Yeah, so it's tough. You've seen it. It is. Bad, oh, it's just, it's so raw and badass and so extreme. Yep. Just do extreme shit and it's radical. Yep. That, that attracts a certain type of person. Yeah, me. Yep. <laughs> so right. I started doing, and then they kind of plateaued. So what did they try to do? They tried to go mainstream with it, and it's try to get more welcome for everybody, more soccer moms, every, and stuff, right? And and, and, right. and it is, it is for everybody, but it lost its edge, right? It really did. It lost its edge, and it. You, and by the way, you sound like the guy that was like, I love Metallica, but then when they put out the Black Album, they suck after that. Right. Yeah, I know. Like, I that feel guy. like that guy. Right. <laughs> right. And it's and it's hard not to feel that way because it was so exclusive. Like, I used people- Exclusivity. Are, that, and that, yeah, right. And it's, a, and, it's, and it's- You're part of the cool kids club. Right. Right. And it's hard. Yeah. People go, what do you, you do CrossFit? What's CrossFit? And I used to have a couple of favorite YouTube videos and I'd send it to them and they'd be like- I could never do that. And, and, and I'd you're go, like, fuck yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably, stud. probably not. <laughs> probably not. Well, and, well, <laughs> not actually. Actually, I'd go, whatever. It's infinitely scalable. Anyone can do it. Right. But then but after a while. Up, they would just die. Which is fine. And some yeah. people did show up. And then they'd get hooked. Yep, just yep. like I did. Right. And So you like that exclusivity. A little yeah. Bit. Okay. Yep. And you want to share it. 
It's, yep. you, you want to testify. And so I would, uh, so it, it took me a while to get to that point where I was a, just a pure cynic, mm -hmm. where I would tell people, come to, come to CrossFit with me. It's bring a buddy day. You're going to love it. I know you. I know your personality and you want to do something different. You want something that's interesting. It keeps you guessing. It keeps you on your toes. It's quick hitting. It's in and out and really, really hard. Um, and after a while, I got sick of telling that story and feeling like I was begging people or badgering them even. Right. So you know what? From then day, that day on, when I become a true cynic, I was like, yeah, you're right. You can't do it. Anyways. And I just move on. Yeah. Well, because it's not your job to evangelize. Exactly. Yep. People. Then I, I just, I quit doing that. Um, but no, it, it really, really, really did lose its edge, its rawness. Yeah. And a lot of the purists, diehards, they don't like that. Yeah. They don't. That yeah, makes sense. And that's part of the business model that I think is failing because the edginess, I think they need to bring the edginess back. Well, it and is. Even for the soccer moms. It is like a band. When a band is underground you, and you like it, then it's cool. But then if they have a huge hit album or something and all of a sudden. Now they're Nickelback. You're, you're, <laughs> see, right? you're seeing, you know, some girl that knows nothing, has no taste in music. All of a sudden you see her at the concert. You're like, I thought this is cool. Right. Yeah, I thought this was First Avenue, 7th Street mainstream. Entry. Mainstream, yeah. Like all of a sudden they're at the, do the local Enormo Dome and you're like, well, why is everybody like this? This is supposed to be right. exclusive. So yeah, there is some parallels there. Yep. But, you know, as the owners of CrossFit, I mean, how can you blame them, right? It's like, do you want to be... No, they have to take the next step. Like, as a band, do you want to be traveling around in a van, smelling each other's farts all day? Or do you want to be each have your own private jet? Right. You know, how do you deny them that? Yep. And, know, and so that is a tough... It really is. When you're growing like that, that's a pretty tough challenge. Yep. And it's, and it's tough for the local gyms. I mean, my heart goes out to them. They have a really, really tough business model. Oh, yeah. And a competitive one. <clears throat> and they're... Let's talk about There's, that a little bit because in order, just so everyone knows, in order to have your the name CrossFit in your gym, you pay five thousand CrossFit a, a franchise fee. Yep, five grand a year. So just use the name. It, it really, and that's one of the gripes of the CrossFit owners, box owners, is that it, that's all it really is. Right. It doesn't come with much. It comes with main site programming and some advertising and some social media presence, but it really doesn't come with much more than that. Well, other than just, you know, if people say CrossFit, then you get to have the word CrossFit in your For sure. gym. So people are going to seek you out versus if you're just ABC gym, people won't know that you do CrossFit. Right. So right. you're paying for that, you know, the attraction of people searching out that term. So I wonder, you know, I've seen local ones abandon the name and they probably just realized, well, let's just try to make this on our own. We have kind of a membership now. We can, we can make it work. You know, what's your opinion on having the CrossFit name or not? Do you think it's important to have the that franchise, or does it matter? You just mentioned community. Mm -hmm. I think there are a few gyms in town. There are two now for sure that are operating under are operating without the CrossFit name now. But they're still doing. But they're still CrossFit. CrossFit. Style. They still do they just don't have actual CrossFit workouts, but they just don't have the name. Employees are CrossFit certified coaches, right? They just don't they have just the don't name. Have the the name. Building. Yep. I think this is just my opinion, but I think it kind of affects their their stature. I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah, um, status. With, with, yeah, within the community. Okay. It it kind of erodes 
them in the community, I think. So there is some value in that. Name. Absolutely. There's some pride. Right. Yep. CrossFit is CrossFit. Why would you not want that name? Yeah. And that's tough because if it's an expensive fee, but then, you know, you get away that against. Right, but if it wasn't for CrossFit and that expensive fee, you wouldn't have that gym or even the idea to do it. Exactly. So yeah, that's tough. You can't forget where it came from. Let's talk about a couple of the pros and cons of CrossFit. So here is an outsider, you know, somebody who's never really done it too much. Um, I see as the pros. The workouts are actually short. You know, you can get in and out in a half hour, right? No, you get out when the class is done. Well, I mean, but your average it's an hour. Yep. workout is a, you Yeah, know, there's two different workouts. There's usually not, a strength portion and a, and a met, metcon, a metabolic conditioning portion okay. where you work out. It's You're two not putting hours in, you know? No, 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 no. I no. mean, it, and because of the intensity, it, it works your muscles that same amount in a shorter time period because of that high intensity. Well, dude, I'll, I'll run you through a workout that'll be done in four minutes and you'll wish you're dead. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, like, like it's t- tell anybody to do a bunch of burpees and almost anybody that isn't a CrossFitter is going to croak out real fast. The the number one that when I say, when I talk to have the same conversation, I tell yeah. people do as many burpees as you can in a minute. Hard as you can. Most people for can't a do whole them minute. For, most people no. can't do them for a minute. Most people will be have their hands on their knees. Yep. By 40 seconds. <laughs> So shorter workouts, that's a, a pro. Uh, the variation, right, the variety. So you're attacking all these muscles from different angles. And it, it, like I said, it's not just a strict aesthetic version of building one muscle. Right. And that, that strengthens your whole body yep. in a very quick time period. And let's be clear, I'm a CrossFitter, mm-hmm. sort of. I'm not a CrossFit coach right? or a, or a box owner. Yeah, this I, is all just from the... The perspective of somebody who's been, yeah. been in the community yep. and been a user, been a correct uh, a purchaser of this. So yep. I'm just getting your opinions here. But you do have the microphone, so I do. That makes you an expert. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to the cons because I have a couple. <laughs> and then the sense of community, which we covered um, greatly, and uh, any other pros or you know that accountability piece. I mean, that's all kind of part of the sense of community. Kind of, too. Accountability piece is everything. I used to tell people all the time when I was done with the workout, I'd be like, when, it took me 16 minutes to finish that workout. I always, in my, I tell people this all the time in my head at like minute 11, I would say if I was by myself, I would have quit. Right. I would have said, I'm fucking toast. That's yeah. enough. That's good. And I just had a good yep. workout. That's true. Nope. We don't, and that's one of the models or the sayings they use in CrossFit is we don't quit when we're tired, we quit when we're done. Right. Because that's always going to push you further than you would have pushed For yourself. sure. And it's that 15, I always say that's that 15% of, uh, that yep. was where growth happens. Unless, yeah, exactly. Because without that motivation, you would have de- decreed yourself done a lot sooner. So well, and there's, a, there's, a, there's an image. When you go yeah. to Quartz Plus or Global Gyms, I call them in CrossFit, right. when you go to Global Gym, there's a perception it's like, why is that guy such a spaz? And, and there's like a like a stigma that comes with working super hard at a regular gym, and it's stupid. Yeah. If you're not screaming on the bench press Going or, out. or just <laughs> chilling on a treadmill, then what are you doing, spaz? So, yeah. Right, so that's, that's a lot of the pros. Now, okay, let's get to the cons. Now, here's one that, as an outsider, I, I was speculating about I, chance I, of injury. I haven't looked... <laughs> I was going to say, I haven't looked at your notes, but I know that's one of them. Just because of the, the franticness of tossing weights around and trying to do these crazy I'm not gonna be throwing balls around. And- I'm not going to be a CrossFit Bobo. 
and just lick boots. No, no, of course. But I will we tell want the you perspective. the perspective the is true perspective, and it's not just my perspective. This is the truth. Mm-hmm. If people do get injured in CrossFit, but it's their fault. Okay, it's not CrossFit's fault. It's not the CrossFit gym owner's fault. It's not the coach's fault. What's a typical injury? Uh, a lot of shoulders. People, so people just go on two balls out. Achilles, Achilles tendon for okay. some like yeah. me. <laughs> um, but yeah, people just doing shit they shouldn't do, and they don't listen to the coach. Coaches so, will come over and they'll be like, "Kipping pull-ups, that's a con." I'll, I'll just say it. So, a kipping pull-up is when you're not doing a full like slow. You're kind of like <laughs> no, oh, you're <laughs> right. you're you're doing. A it's almost like a circular it's a, motion. It's a, it's a circuit. It's a gymnastics movement. Right. Okay. When you see people do like the parallel bars or the, yep. the uneven bars, that's it, not parallel. Yep. The uneven bars, when they get their momentum going, yeah. they're kipping okay. to get going. And it, it conserves energy. Why? Because CrossFit is a sport. It's a race. Yeah. It's a race. You're exercise <clears throat> racing. So you need to learn how to do pull-ups and as fast and as efficient. People are like, you're not training. No, they're not. Yeah. They're trying to compete. Yep. It's for time. And it's lost on a lot of bros, and they don't get it. But the problem with kipping is everyone wants to kip because it masks weaknesses. Yeah. I can do 10 pull-ups. No, you can do 10 kipping pull-ups. You can't do one goddamn pull-up. Yeah. That's, that's another exercise. Speaking of burpees, if you think, you know, you're in shape, try to do as many strict pull-ups as you can. That'll, like, eliminate most people immediately right. from thinking that they're in shape. So I don't want to... <laughs> dwell too much on virtuosity they call it in crossfit but if i was a level one two three or whatever and i did own a crossfit gym you would not get in my gym okay. until you had 10 strict pull-ups so you got to reach a threshold before and, unless until you could demonstrate 10 slow controlled strict pull-ups with your chin all the way over the bar yep. locking out at the bottom 10 times mm-hmm. you're not giving and, that's, and that seems, people say, oh, that's excessive. It's not. Right. It's not. It'll, trust me, in the long run, it'll save you. Um, the other thing in my to, gym. It's a goal to get there, too. Right, exactly. Yeah, you, it's a reward. Earn yeah, it. Exactly. The other thing would be, um, there would be stair-stepping phases, module, I don't know what the hell I'd call them, but there would be, um, you'd phase out of Olympic lifting. Oh, okay. Before before you get weight on the bar. Because we rush into it. Mm-hmm. There's people, I'll, I'll walk through a CrossFit gym, any gym. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm not singling anyone out, but I'll walk through a CrossFit gym and I'll seize things out of the corner of my eye and I'll go, there's no way that person that should have any weight on a barbell. Just because their None. form is Their so... form's hor- horrible. Okay. They're going to hurt themselves. So they haven't learned the proper yep. form yet. So be strict and, on the form first. Right. And putting weight on a bar and doing them isn't helping. Right. So until you know how to use the muscles without those people, yourself. those people need to be coached. <clears throat> and that's where knees not monitored. Yeah. Knees, backs and stuff can really be in There's, trouble if you're doing deadlifts. And I always say what the secret to, and I'm not an Olympic lifter either, but I learned with sport football, right? I played quarterback, throwing the ball, playing baseball, hitting a ball, yep. playing golf, hitting a golf ball. No, and in Olympic lifting is no different. In no other sport can you not get away with without being super deliberate. Mm-hmm. That's the word I use all the time. You have to be deliberate in your action. You can't. I always say like snatch. 
you can't eh, kind of sort of snatch. Right. <laughs> you either fucking do it yeah. or you don't. Yeah. You go. It's it's commitment. It's all in or don't do it. Because right. when you get wishy-washy, you get hurt. Yeah. Okay. And I did. I hurt my shoulder and my back because I was snatching and I caught it way back. Hmm. Or no, I'm sorry. I caught it way forward. So it was not good. Yeah. And what did I try to do instinctively? Get under it. Pull it back. Right. With my shoulders. <laughs> and if, if you're not on YouTube, you can't see what I just did, but yeah. that's bad. Bad With news. heavy weight over your head like that and try right. and pull it back before you stand up. Yeah. It was bad. It was stupid. But so, so injury. Ego gets in the way. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's another, um, the, and I have in air quotes, that it's hard. Okay. Now you would say as an alpha, you would say that's a good that's a pro of CrossFit that it's I would hard, say it's not a negative. I would say what I always say, successful people pursue hard things. Right. So I, that's why I put quotes on that because I don't think that's a true con either. I think that's just a cop-out that people would use to try to avoid CrossFit. Um, and then, For sure. Because you know, you're not just trotting on a treadmill. You're doing some sweaty-ass, you know. It's the reason, like Greg Glassman used to always use the analogy, it's the reason why people – it's the reason the difference between going for some bullshit liberal arts degree or going to med school. Yeah. It's fucking hard. Med school's hard. People <laughs> crave that. They challenge that. Yeah. People don't go to be doctors just because they want to live in the fancy house. Right. They do it because it's hard and they pursue hard things. Why do people climb mountains? Yeah, exactly. To prove it. it, to prove they can. To prove they can do it. Human achievement. I like a couple of the quotes they have on their site here. It says, the lifestyle, off the carbs, off the couch. Oh, that's a good line. The CrossFit lifestyle, a combination of sound nutrition and exercise is the key to fitness and long-term health. And when they say off the carbs, they're talking about processed foods. Yeah. Well, they're they not, a, I mean. They have a picture here of it looks like a piece of fish or chicken and some asparagus. Salmon with asparagus. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, that's, you know, pretty in, in keeping with what we're, we think is a good healthy diet as well. And um, when they originated that off the carbs, off the couch, they were talking about Coca-Cola. Yeah. And Twinkies. Yep. And breakfast cereal. Exactly. Screw you. you would not screw you, Kellogg. <laughs> you would not believe, and and they track it now. And I don't know where it is. We can look it up later. And maybe put it in the show notes. But they do. They track right now. the The thing is to how many with between CrossFit gym owners. The thing is how many hundred pound Century Club people do you have? How many hundred pound loss? All oh, people have lost hundred pounds. Yep. Okay. Yep. And they're well, uh, there's a lot. lot. It, well, it's not even cool anymore. Now it's two hundred. <laughs> Hundred. That's just rookie level, right? And it's it's insane <laughs> the amount crazy. of people that have just shedded weight and turn it around. And dude, I, I so seriously really the it's, benefits that a regular person would see if they. Now your argument is that they see this a lot more uh, consistently, and it's more achievable using CrossFit style workout rather than just going to the gym, treadmill, and all the other. For sure, because you're going to work harder and you're going to lift harder and you're going to gain lean body mass. Because of the motiv yep. motivation from your team, yep. the accountability piece and the intensity. Yep. And the Look at that gal on the page right now. You ever think she'd ever dream before she started CrossFit of having that barbell over her head? Oh, yeah, lifting that much weight. I mean, that's, right. that bar's actually bending. I think that's optical illusion. Those are only <laughs> Might 50. be just the wide angle lens. Those are only 10s and 15s. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, but no, I mean, she's got a bar over her head. Yeah. How freaking cool is Most that? Most people couldn't even just lift the bar. Right. What is a bar? 45 pounds or? 45 and 35. Okay. Yep. yep. For ladies. Yeah. Most people couldn't even do that. Nope. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, <clears throat> speaking of the, uh, the cultiness and the, 
community, I've I found this list of the best CrossFit jokes. And I'm There's read so couple. many funny ones. <laughs> What's the hardest thing about being a vegan that CrossFit's trying to decide which one to tell people about first? <laughs> did you hear about the vegan who does CrossFit? Yeah, so did I. <laughs> the first rule of CrossFit Fight Club, tell everyone about CrossFit Fight Club. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Who was the first one to do CrossFit? Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it actually says, but um, at the end. Oh, that's cross. I get it. That's really punny. <laughs> Me, I'm tired. I'm still tired from all the CrossFit this morning. Coworker, it's pronounced croissant, and you ate four of them. <laughs> <laughs> a vegan, a person on a gluten-free diet, and a person who does CrossFit walk into a bar. I only know about that because none of them would shut up about it. These are all funny because they're true. I can own it. <laughs> here's, a, here's the common theme that people love to brag and evangelize the the. I don't know if it's bragging, yeah. if it's so well, much as talk share. About They're so passionate. It just, it's, I, it changed everything. For me, it was, I changed, it changed my life so much that I want to share this. I want other people to experience this. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. What's I, the worst I, part about doing CrossFit? Having to shop at Kids Gap. <laughs> no, is the, that's obviously a bodybuilder. I was like, oh, so that's the, basically the, the, Slam there is that you're not you're not beefy right you're getting trimmer and leaner and by the way because CrossFit athletes are not big some too, of them. I mean they're ripped yeah they're, they're big super too. lean some but of them lean big over too. big well just write this down you can look up it later but look up on YouTube the CrossFit bodybuilder and powerlifter competition CrossFit wins everything every time well bodybuilders can't do pull ups well, they, they, they can't lift can. that they're massive, strong yeah but they they have to lift a huge massive body. Well, right, but so, I mean that's a lot more weight to do a pull up with. But, whereas most CrossFit guys are leaner. <clears throat> well, yeah, but it's the, the whole the whole premise behind it was the we'll do your sport, ratio. we'll do each of our sports, right, and then tally up all the scores. But but you're saying that the CrossFit people can lift weights, right, and, and run. But the bodybuilders can't do the. They can only and burpees. They and can stuff. only bodybuild. Well, they can't even comb their own hair. I mean, <laughs> they're white muscle asses muscle bound. <laughs> their back muscles yeah. get in the way. Right. Oh, that's funny. So I'll, I'll post this link to these jokes. There's some pretty good ones in here. There's many, many. It's funny because the there's a lot of slash vegan, uh, you know, because people love to talk about being vegans too. So there's some overlap there. It is good stuff. Good stuff. Um, <clears throat> so we talk about most of the stuff now. Talk about the CrossFit Games a little bit. I know they have the big national one. Uh, is that yearly or? Yeah, it's yearly. Um, it's changed ever since Greg Glassman got forced out for his <laughs> he was naughty. racist comments. He was a naughty boy. Yeah. Racist COVID's a hoax comments. <laughs> he just he went all in. Right. <laughs> he just, right. It's social, uh, racially charged environment, COVID, <laughs> lockdowns, and he just. Well, he doesn't do anything half-ass. No, right. He just put it all together in one <laughs> asshole tweet, and, and that was now enough. he's retired. He's toast, huh? <laughs> so, but he'll be okay. Yeah, I think he's fine, right? He got bottom. He's got all those, He'll be uh, just fine. All those royalties for all those years of building the gyms. Right. So the talk about the is it called what is it called? The open or the open. The open is open get it? Yep. To everyone. So CrossFit affiliate, home gym, everyone on the planet can you go to CrossFit.com or the CrossFit Games. You enroll for twenty, twenty five bucks, whatever it is. You do the workouts. 
and there's a national leaderboard. Okay. And if you're so – without getting into the weeds too much because some people will be like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Just give me the cliff notes. Right. If you, if you do high enough in the open, if you finish high enough in the open, you move on to – usually it used to be you'd move on to regionals. Okay. And then from regionals, they'd pare it down to five, and then those five would go to the games. Okay. Which used to be in Carson, California. Now, after all the turmoil and hubbub, and, and right before Greg Glassman got, got pushed out, he was kind of going a little loopy. Like, <laughs> he was losing his shit. He was not all there. Right. And he said he blew it up. He was going to cancel the games. He fired everyone from CrossFit wow. headquarters. They were all fired. Wow. The media team, everyone. And you'll see that when you watch the fittest. They, they, they tell this whole story. Okay. Um, but he just changed everything. And, and now instead of regionals, there's um, sanctionals. So there's independent, privately owned CrossFit events that are deemed a sanctional. And if you win that, you go to the games. And that's because it's deemed, it's knighted or whatever. It's appointed as official by the... Correct. They're The overlords. Yep. <clears throat> so that was the really goofy year with, with Glassman still there. But now that he's gone and, and Eric Rosa owns the company, um, he, he kept a lot of the key people in place. It's a little more normalized. There's still sanctionals. And now there's kind of regionals again. But mm. they're calling them quarterfinals and semifinals. Mm. So, anyways, long story short, you you do you, you finish high enough in the open, you move on to quarterfinals, finish so, high enough there, semifinals, and then they'll take probably thirty or forty, and then you'll go to Madison, Wisconsin, is where they're at now. Okay, so you as a member of Fargo CrossFit gym could enter this and theoretically end up in the national competition if you did well. People enough. do that all the time. Well, because there's always dark horses. Like, where the hell did this kid from? He usually ends up pissing hot and getting DQ'd, but because he's <laughs> Right. So many steroids, he glows in the dark. But. <laughs> awesome, and and that's on like like you said, ESPN and if it's uh, big, CBS Sports now won the contract for okay. it, so it's on the it's CBS pretty Sports popular. channel. I've, I've watched a couple of them, and I wanted to talk about this uh, documentary too. So I'll bring this up here. Oh, that's the fittest. This yep. is called the fittest, right? So that's kind of the big, you know, CrossFit documentary. It's on Amazon. Yeah, and they go into the first. Uh, 15, 20 minutes to go into what I just went into. Sure. Yeah, and this this Matt Frazier guy is in that. He's like the stud that just retired, right? Yep, five-time CrossFit. It's five straight. And I don't think people understand how hard that is to do. How unbelievably hard it is. <laughs> people, there's one there's one saying that Sean Woodland used to use, and he it's one of the, the CrossFit Games announcer guys. He's really good at his job. But he used to always say, people don't understand – how good you have to be, phenomenally good you have to be just to suck at the games. Oh, yeah. To be like 40th. Right. <laughs> yeah, that guy would just destroy anybody. Locally. For sure. There yeah. People locally aren't even that guy. No. Otherwise, they'd be there. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's insane. Well, it, they make it look easy. Right. Because, you know, if you, just, if you watch somebody do 30 pull-ups, they make it look like it's much easier than it actually is yep. to do. And then enter my favorite, favorite fucking excuse. Well, if that was my job all day, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Jesus, you can't even do five push-ups. That was my job all day. Right. Whatever. It would take 
well, you'd have to do it seven days a week for years right. to even get in the neighborhood. Right. The de- yeah, the dedication. I think that's why that guy is retiring, right? Because of the dedication. It took is, it. It, is it took everything. He missed. He said, I, "I missed bachelor parties. I missed weddings. I missed yeah. birthday parties because I could. I had to train and I couldn't eat that shit. Nope. Food at the parties." Um, but people are always like, yeah, if, if I was, I'd look like you do if all I did is work out all day. It's like, dude, you're the guy that goes to Planet Fitness and just scans <laughs> his key fob so Blue Cross reimburses him as 20 bucks. Right. Don't, it doesn't even go in. Yeah, that's uh but yeah, watch The Fittest. I'll put the link in the show notes for that. It's on Amazon. And it's very, 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 very entertaining. Yeah. Even is. if you're not a CrossFit person, it's yeah. very well produced. And I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just impressive shit. It's, it's very motivating just to see people just doing Just the human shit. spirit. Yeah, exactly. The shit they can do. They will, seriously, those people have that. I was talking to somebody about this the other day when I, I said, they have this thing inside them that I don't have. Yeah. And that's that off switch. Oh, right. I, I, I think I'm pretty tough. Yeah. But when I'm in a workout and it's it just, I start seeing black and I, my lungs are on fire. And my head, my scalp starts tingling. I'm like, shut, shut her down. down. Shut her down. Shut her down. I've given her all she's got, yep. Captain. Oh, I just, yeah, I'm like, that's it. Those people go. They, they, they just, they just go. go. And uh, they yeah. will pass out or die. And I think that's what makes, well, maybe a lot of endurance athletes or whatever, but especially these CrossFit people, is that ability to push through that pain. And, right. Uh, most people do not have that gene or whatever you want to call right. it, characteristic. Yep. That's insane. Anything else you want to say about CrossFit before we move on? I don't know how long we've been doing it. We've already talked in a, a freaking hour about this, so. Um, <laughs> doesn't seem like it. Um, no, I think that's, uh, I think that covered it. Right, it's, so. people, people owe it to them. This is a kind of a culty thing to say, but people owe it to themselves to try it. Yeah. And not just once. Give it a few. Give it a few. Yeah, you got to allow yourself to progress a little. Yep. Not just go in there and get devastated and then and say, reach oh, that out. sucked. Yeah, exactly. And reach out to somebody, <laughs> unlike what I did. Because when you go there by yourself, you're going to get the nervous peas and you're just, you're going to lock up and it's super, super you gotta acclimate. anxiety inducing. But if yeah. you can go with a buddy, and that's why they have buddy nights. Yep. Where it's like, hey, bring a friend who's never done CrossFit. Yeah, I, I've done a few sessions with just... I was in a networking group with one somebody that owned one, and we went a few times. And yeah, it's it's a great, welcome, very welcoming environment. Oh, unbelievable! People are the friendliest, kindest, salt of the earth people you'll ever ever meet. Yeah, nobody's going to give you any shit, right? While you're there, they're just gonna only encouragement. You know, that's and here's, at least that's what I've seen. Here's my favorite part. I told this to a buddy one time, a couple of buddies who actually CrossFit too, and this will close on the CrossFit conversation with this is the competitive nature. Mm is like nothing you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I said, when we're outside this gym, I'll give you the shirt off my back. I'll give you my last dollar. I'll help. I'll do anything for you. But as soon as we go inside those doors and that clock starts, I will paint the walls with your blood. <laughs> and Do you write for homework? <laughs> I don't think that'd be a very good Valentine's Day card. <laughs> but it reminds I'm, me of that Looney Tunes cartoon. Remember when the... Uh, I forget what it was, but it was the the coyote, and then somebody else. Roadrunner. They would they would walk up and punch the clock. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Then if Ralph and, and then George and their friends, shit. yep, the they, sheepdog they and the wolf. Yeah, yeah, they would yep. attack each other all day, and then they after they were done, they would punch out and say, "Well, see you tomorrow." Yep. They walk away with their lunch pails. Yeah, 
That's kind of how it is. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, that was CrossFit. Go try it. So yeah, put some comments in, in our YouTube uh, channel under this oh, video. If you if you got any opinions on CrossFit, I'd love to hear them. Pro con. What did you like about it? What did you hate? CrossFit tell, tell Fargo. CrossFit EHP. CrossFit EHP. This is a local. CrossFit 701 and Cheyenne, CrossFit Cheyenne River Crossing. Cool. And there's a couple other ones. CrossFit there. Ice House is one I went to. Then, and they're not unaffiliated. Okay, so they're one of the ones yep. that dropped the franchise. Yeah, and there's Strong Roots in West Fargo. Yep. Uh, they're also very CrossFit-oriented, but not an affiliate. Yeah, we'll put links in the uh, in the show notes and the YouTube uh all good people, all, those, yeah. all of them, even the unaffiliated ones, just all just salt of the earth. Yep. You'll you'll be like, this is these are my people. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, let's bring up Yield Tracker here and find out how fat is Josh? Pretty fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. But you so got to change that. I, it's got to be how fat is Josh, and then go was. Eh. <laughs> was how fat was Josh? All right. <laughs> so as you can see, I lost another two point eight pounds this week. So one ninety four to one seventy five in six and, weeks. Yeah, it's been uh, one month and ten days because we started this oh, January fourteenth, right and now it's February twenty fourth. So uh, basically 40, 40 days. Sure, I've lost nineteen point six pounds. Uh, my body fat. Percentage is down almost six, five point nine percent, down to twenty six point nine. Took a huge jump this week, which yeah. clearly you might be some water sitting in there and some stuff moving around. Yeah, I but. feel like recomposition is happening. Uh, but we should point out that we've decided you're, you're going to go get dunked and yeah, do I'm gonna, bod pod and, I'm gonna and gonna get do, more official. Yeah, I'm going to get an official, uh, you know, either the bod pod or the hydrostatic weighing or whatever they call that to get that done so I can get a real official number because as we know the caliper like you said is fairly primitive um, arm inches have actually grown slightly which is good that's what I'm going for I want the oh, guns baby jacked workouts Thigh, thighs have dropped on. slightly uh, but no now let's do the waist measurement the waist and, and I had a doctor's appointment today for my every decade physical and it's interesting the questions that they were asking. Well, one thing they they did a waist circumference also, yeah, and they did it right right at the belt line. Oh, that's I, I wanted to go. You did it wrong. You, why didn't you? Well, because I you know. Oh, I, figured, I would have challenged them on the they, spot. <laughs> I figured this is what they standard American medicine. Jeez. Now make sure you're straight across because last week. Oh, stop it! Last week you fucked up. I, I watched the video and it was at a weird angle. Thirty six. Thirty six. Uh, all right, same. But I did have to pull my uh, belt loop in one more notch yeah, this week, so I'm definitely you're, dropping. You're clearly leaner. Clearly. I know when I get that bod pod or the hydrostatic wing, I know my body fat percentage is going to be probably lower than we've been. Well, now I'm at 26.9, so remember, I was at 32.8 when we started with the caliper. And my waist circumference is 41.5. So I'm down 5.5 inches in the waist in 40 days. That's sick. That is sick. So if you want to know what how to do it, email us, comment. We'll tell you. Watch the other episodes. Watch the other episodes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, for me, the keys are 
some version of intermittent fasting. So I'm eating one meal a day, cut all the carbs. I'm just doing it in the form of carnivore and exercising. So I'm doing double workouts every other day and I'm doing push-ups every day. So nothing crazy. Not What's your end goal? To get leaner. You know, I don't know what my... Smart goals, dude. Measurable. What's your goal? <laughs> lay off and me time old, bound. Lay off me old football coach. <laughs> um, I, I would say... time bound? Um, I don't know. I, I need to have a little more knowledge. Or maybe you could tell me, like, what I should be at, like, for a body fat percentage. You What's know? your goal? Are you going to well, do athletic stuff or you just want to look good naked? Why can't it be both? It can. Why can't I? Why can't it be looking good doing athletic stuff naked? Because it's illegal. <laughs> I want to do cock push-ups. It would be, yeah, that would be frowned upon. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'd say leaner because I still got some love handles and there's some stuff going on there. I, I'd like to get down to if I if twenty if I'm at twenty six point nine percent, I probably need to be under twenty. I don't think you are. So, Sorry, I have a yawning fit here. Yeah. I, I'm, Am I bummer? It's here? not because I'm really bored of how fat is Josh. <laughs> Never. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Under 20, I think, is where I need to be. You're already under 20. I think I am? Yep. Okay. Well, then I know and my waist can definitely go down. So I want to get that down to probably, I don't know, 33 or something. Sure. Maybe, you know, another three inches. What's your pant size? 32s. Okay. But again, you can have a – that's just around the hip bones. Guys can can have a small pant size and still have a giant gut hanging over. Uh, and no ass. Exactly. So but I don't trust I that. I wore 32s but. in like eighth grade. <laughs> well, I used to wear 30s when I was in, in my 20s. You're exactly like a man, only smaller. <laughs> exactly. I'm fun-sized. <laughs> Pocket Hercules. <laughs> All right, so that is the weekly – Segment of How Fat Is Josh? Pretty fat. Follow us for more diet tips. All right. Well, I think that uh, wraps it up for this week. So make sure you're leaving comments on the YouTube channel. What's your favorite thing about CrossFit? Do you hate CrossFit? Did you watch the docs? Favorite CrossFit joke? What's your favorite CrossFit joke? I think they're funny. Yeah, exactly. Hey, if you can't laugh at yourself, then what good are you? Well, I just can laugh at them because when they do come dry, I'd laugh at them. When they're laying in a puddle of their piss. Exactly. (laughs) With the thumb in their mouth. Saying, Dewey, help me. (laughs) I can't even get into my car. How's your little jokey jokes going now? (laughs) Can't feel your face. (laughs) Yeah, tell me those jokes while you're doing (laughs) pull-ups. Right. See how many you can tell. As you're puking. <laughs> right. Oh man. Um I kid, nobody pukes. Do they ever at that at oh, those? Fuck all the time. All the time? All right. <laughs> yeah. I remember watching that. I think they want to scare him off. I think it was Pumping Iron or what's that legendary like bodybuilding oh, yeah. Snagger movie? Yeah. Yep. They're like working out and they just barf all the time. And yeah. It's just like don't even Yeah. Not even a second thought. It's gonna be good for you. <laughs> You're a steroid freak and a bulimic. <laughs> yeah. All right, so send us emails, info at fitandfurious.com. What do you want to hear about? What nutrition and fitness topics are you interested in? Give us your opinions. And make sure you check out the show on YouTube if you're listening too because you get to see all the shenanigans, valuable visuals, and weekly extra content that doesn't make it onto uh, the audio podcasts. If you're listening on the audio podcast, check out Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are found. Please 
we beg of you, we ask of you, subscribe, rate, review, and share. Also support the show. Go to FuriousMerch.com. I got t-shirts that are meat and keto-centric and kind of fun. And uh, we will. Oh, wait. Uh, a, a little offer. A uh, little offer for people out okay. there. All right. If you share the podcast to five people, you can listen next week for free. <laughs> you like that? Mind blown. Feeling really generous. Today. I love it, baby. All right, do your radio thing. We will see you next week. Bye.